0: Hello, hello! Happy Sunday night, everyone. It's August twenty fifth, ten thirty at night. I'm sitting on the floor of my bedroom. I hope everyone is ready for the week ahead. Um, I've been. I haven't done one of these Thorn's thoughts podcast things in a minute. And uh, completely transparent, I was feeling a bit down <laughs> the past. I guess I wasn't down. I I was down. Why am I lying to you? Um, I went to New York and then... You know, it just... I heard this thing Tony Robbins said once. And he said like... um, You know, people get frustrated when their reality doesn't match their expectations. So... I think I was just kind of bummed out over some stand-up stuff in New York. But that's okay. That's part of it. And uh, I think just the the business side of comedy sometimes really gets to me. But I'm keeping this positive. I'm just telling you guys why, why I didn't uh, make a podcast the past two weeks. Like, and I told my friend Darren this many times. Like, the business side of comedy is so, like, it just something it's not very pretty. Like it's a bunch of like it's like high school out here in LA. Like there's cool kids, there's cool clubs. And and you're always I feel like sometimes people do things in Los Angeles just to get noticed. And and then I'm then I then I start getting that mind frame what can I do to get noticed? What can I how can I use my talents to to get seen and to elevate myself, you know. Um, separate myself from the noise which which is just not a good way to think right because I remember uh, when I started doing comedy I think comedians can relate to this when you first start there is this like visceral love for it where you're just doing it <laughs> you know how how stupid it is how much you suck how hard it is but you keep doing comedy because you just love it so much, right? You love writing jokes, you love performing, you love that feeling of laughter coming back at you. And this goes for anything, I guess, anything that you like to do. But then as you go down the road of comedy, the business side starts to kind of overtake it where where how you thought certain things were going to happen doesn't happen and and it takes away the fun of it right like you start you stop you don't get as many spots as as you used to or you know you see other friends doing better than you like more 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 stage time whatever you know it's just it's not even jealousy it's just the it's just the actuality of what comedy is takes uh takes precedent over the joy of it sometimes so that was really just bugging me. I was like, man, what am I doing? Am I just like making shit just to stand out? Even this, I was like, am I just doing a podcast? But actually, I do like doing this. I actually, <laughs> well, there's let me tell a quick story. I don't care if this kid hears it or not. Because I get like, I seriously, I've gotten like 20, 20 or 30 emails from this podcast from people asking for help. And I always help people. I always do, which is like my Achilles heel because like, to get sidetracked but I'll tell this quick story um (laughs) I did this did this podcast or thoughts thing about working at an agency I must have got like 50 emails from that stupid thing of kids asking me how to get you know into an agency right (laughs) I responded to every single person in fact like a few of them even asked me to call them right I actually call like two or three people right which I never do I remember when I was on I was a day COC, I used to get so much mm-hmm. fan mail and I never used to respond. But I'm generally trying to help people, right? So I responded to everything, everybody. But my God, man, people will just you give them an inch, people to ask for a mile. You know, they're like, hey man, thanks. Can you take a look at this? Can you look at my resume? Can you help me? Can you make a call for me here? Can you refer like Dude, I'm responding to your email. So like there's this, there's almost like this thing where and that's also why I, I needed to break from this thing because I was like, man, I don't even know how I can, this started to become negative for me. Like just, you know, giving my thoughts. And this is crazy because I look on, I look on YouTube, it has like 50 hits, but I guess on, on, on Anchor it gets a lot more, you know, but it's crazy that people just keep asking for shit. <laughs> I just didn't want to do it anymore. So I just iced everybody. I was like, I'm out. I'm out. But anyway, what was what was I saying? I was talking about helping people and comedy, the business side of it. So that was getting me down a bit. And then, you know, a guy who I find just a super genius, which if you haven't seen this guy's stuff, you are missing out because he's he's older, way older than I am. Mr. Bean. Uh, Rowan Atkinson, the guy is, is a genius. Seriously, if you haven't seen any Mr. Bean episodes, I know this sounds stupid, but this guy is a legend. His like his videos have been, you know, uh, broadcast globally, and uh, yeah, he crushed it. Uh, 90s, and his videos still still carry weight today. So I was watching. <laughs> I never do this, but like I. I just shut down like two days ago, a couple days ago, and I watched a Mr. Bean episode on like YouTube, like a full hour. I just shut up. I just, I'm going to watch Mr. Bean episode. And I was laughing out loud. If you know me, I don't laugh very easily. I'm a very hard laugh. And I generally laughed. I was like, this is making me happy. This is actually making me forget how shitty I feel. And then I thought, oh, I wonder if people actually feel joy when they watch my videos. And I know they do because I've gotten emails. But I never take it seriously. I'm just like, oh, these people feel bad for me. That's how my mind works. Like, I'm like, oh, these people just, you know, just, I don't know. They're just reaching out for the sake of reaching out. But I was like, this is why I do comedy. This is why I've made so much content the past 20 years because – I really do want to make people's lives better. So that just, it was almost like this weight was lifted off of me because I was really stuck in this ambiguous thing of why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I think the conclusion I came to was, uh was just double down on what I'm doing and just block out everybody else in Los Angeles. That's really the only way. And even sometimes that's dangerous cause, because sometimes... uh. Seriously, my life, this is seriously my life, and I enjoy it. It's good for what it is right now. I just train jiu-jitsu, and I do my comedy stuff. And then I, you know, play with my brother's dog. Like, I work out, and I write jokes, and I make mix, I mix stuff, make videos. And uh, I try to watch what I eat. Seriously, it's like I have no social life right now, but I feel like... I just feel like this is what I have to do right now to kind of, you know, find myself. Because I'm still not there. I don't know if if I'll ever be there (laughs) after so many years of doing this. I'm still questioning. Every day I question. my god, last weekend I was like, dude, should I just like get a job somewhere and move to Florida and like work in like production? You know? And uh, my mom, I should have told my mom this last week or two weeks ago i was like hey, i'm gonna move i'm gonna move to tampa and i called her up i was i'm moving to tampa i was like fuck this town i'm done with this hollywood and she was like no you're not moving back here She said no i'm sure if i bugged her she'll let me come but you know so i'm just i'm just saying like we all i i get that. i can only speak for myself like i still have those high points and low points also I am super blessed. I'll tell you honestly. Like I get paid for comedy, right? I get paid for commercial work and all that stuff. Most of my income comes from print modeling, which is I'm so grateful for it. But at the same time, I'm so frustrated with it too because it's the one thing I can do. So many different things. Like I can write. I can produce. I can you know I can act somewhat. I can I'm a a good stand up. But yet the one thing which you get paid the most for is is smiling. And so, like a mannequin, and I'm, again, I'm so grateful that I have this income, which gives me the freedom to do other things. So I know this sounds like a I sound like a brat here, mo- complaining about my modeling career, but um, you know. So, uh, by the way, if anybody wants to be a model, I should do a whole video, a whole podcast about that because it's really easy. You know, you just take a photo of yourself and send it to, um open calls, agencies, print modeling agencies around town, and you're off and running. If you can just show up, which is my my MO in life, just showing up, which is what I do. I show up for auditions. I never miss an audition. I never miss a self-tape, which means putting yourself on tape. And then people start knowing you, and they start direct booking you, and they start giving you jobs. So that's really my secret to anything, is just showing up and just, you know, Dragging yourself through the coals until you're ready to die, but um, yeah, I don't know what the point of this was, but hey, you know what? I'm on a I'm on a roll right now. I'll tell you everything. So uh, <laughs> this is this is how concerned my friend was for me. Actually, Darren told me this. He goes, because I, I think I said this once. How like I'd like I, I thought about I was like oh I'm suicidal whatever the hell you know this is way back when. So Darren's like, dude, don't never tell anybody that. Don't ever tell a therapist that. I was like, why? He goes, a friend of mine st- told the therapist he was suicidal. And the therapist had him locked up in like a 48-hour psych evaluation in a hospital. Right? So I was like, oh, great. So it's like. Anyways, so <laughs> I hope I, I don't know why I shared that story, but Hey. It's Sunday night. I'm ready for this week. I seriously am. Um, I'm doing this thing called the Lancaster Comedy Festival. Okay, first of all, I've been busting my ass doing Bobby Khan. That's another thing that's been pissing me off. Like, the Bobby Khan stuff, it's so hard. Stand-up is so hard. People don't realize how hard comedy is. I have to write so many jokes. And then the hardest thing is I have to perform these jokes somewhere. Right? So I got to find the stage time to, like, work it out. And like, it's, it's like, it's like trying to remember like a math test, like my jokes sometimes if I don't do standup enough, then I'm like, kind of struggling on stage trying to remember what's next. And I'm doing it in character as Bobby Kahn. So it's incredibly tough. So I submitted for this uh, comedy festival on the September 8th. That's a weekend. And I didn't get in, right? Like they were like, oh, whatever, we didn't, you didn't get in. And then I got an email last week, and they said, oh, uh, we had a fallout, and you were next in line to get in. They take 40 people, so I guess it was 41, whatever. So I'm going to this comedy festival to do this competition. And let me tell you, I'm gonna, I'm in it to win, and I'm gonna go in there and just blow the roof off this place as best as I can, because, uh, you know, I just, I've been working way too hard on these jokes, and Bobby Khan and... It's given me, I think having goals in life, have even these short-term goals, gives you motivation to work. So uh, bring on the week, baby. I'm ready. Have a great week, everyone. Peace out.